Everett's greatest hits, sports, and more. KRKO Everett. Well, it is a Wednesday night, not a Thursday night in downtown Everett, Snohomish County. That means it's time for another edition of Prep Sports Weekly here on KRKO, Everett's greatest hit sports and more. Tom Lafferty along with Steve Willits, socially distanced on the other side of the glass. Happy, Hi, Tom. Happy New Year. It's almost that time, isn't it? it? Is. Happy uh, end of 2020 to you. It's New Year's Eve Eve. It is, and it seems like I've never – I can't recall a time in which people have – been more excited about getting rid of a particular year. So not that it's all going to change overnight in two days, but hopefully the best is uh, is yet to come. We'll see. The, the main thing you hear is a flush sound. Yeah, yeah, plenty of that. <laughs> Today's show brought to you by the Buzz Inn Steakhouse, the law office of Russell and Hill, Screen Printing Northwest, and by Hometown Handyman. Who do we have on the, the last show of 2020? The last show of 2020 is going to be devoted to a lot of basketball talk. We've, we've done a nice job this year of kind of sprinkling in different sports here and there, and we will still do a little bit of that, but uh, all the subject matters that were looking like they were the best fits for, for tonight all seem to be involved with high school sports and high school basketball. So our show tonight is going to feature Carter Korab in just a moment. You remember Carter, right? I do, I do. Played a lot of basketball sure. right down the street at Jackson High School. He's not there anymore. Really? He's now at Gilbert High School down in Arizona. He's he's a, a Gilbert Tiger. And for those that are wondering, Arizona has not started their basketball season yet. That's going to start in just a few weeks here. They're scheduled to tip off on January 22nd. So we'll find out what Carter's doing down in Gilbert, Arizona, okay. and uh, why, why he's not up here. We'll talk to him. I should mention also, all West Coast second team as a junior and as a sophomore, so a really good basketball player. We're then going to focus our attention on Stanwood High School, and we're going to talk to the head coach of the Spartans boys basketball program, Zach Ward. We know him fairly well. He's had a lot of success around here. You bet. And they're uh, they're getting ready to open up a new school this year, a new gym, new buildings, everything. So we'll get an update from Zach. I've already seen some pictures online. Looks beautiful, as you would expect it to, right? A brand new building. Oh, yeah. So yeah. We'll find out what uh, what's going on there. And then finally, we're going to talk a little Glacier Peak girls basketball tonight. One of the premier players in Wesco over the last couple of years, Aaliyah Collins, will be joining us along with head coach Brian Hill Figured this was timely because Aaliyah, about, I guess it was, what, eight or nine, ten days ago now, committed to Chicago State University to play basketball there. So, uh, okay. school right in the middle of down, or I guess it's on the south side of downtown on Chicago. The south so, side of Chicago? South side of Chicago. That's where a bad man named Leroy Brown lives. Yeah, that's, well, or, or lived, <laughs> past tense, right? Jim Croce. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so we'll maybe, uh, I'm sure she probably has no idea who that is, but maybe no. she'll find out. But she's heading to uh, the south side of Chicago to go to school, and I was going to sprinkle in the school's name, and I've already, oh, they're the Cougars, I just remembered. So okay. there we go. Chicago State Cougars. So we'll talk to Aaliyah and Brian about her decision and just about GP in general. Today's show brought to you by Allstate Insurance Agent Brian Reed, Everett Safe and Lock, Ace Hardware Stores and Lake Stevens, Everett and Stanwood, and Glass by Lund. Let's get going. Let's get going indeed, and I don't think we ever thought we'd say this, but we're going to talk Gilbert Tigers basketball right now. From Arizona, in the warm weather, probably dry too, Carter Korab joins us. Carter, how are you tonight? I'm doing well. How are you guys? We're doing great, but probably not as good as you. Go ahead and make us jealous. Tell, tell us a little bit about the weather. What was it like today? I'm guessing sunshine and blue skies and nothing but dryness. Yeah, no, the weather's been great. It's been it's been basically like 80 degrees and sunny since I've been here. So 
Yeah, it's like the per- perfect weather right now. Yeah, definitely the time of year where folks around here get a little jealous of Arizona weather. Uh, summer's a different story, but hopefully you won't have to be there yeah. then. But, hey, let's talk a little bit about what you're doing down there because, obviously, I, I follow you on social media, and one day, I guess it was about a week or so ago, all of a sudden I took note of the fact that you were wearing a uniform, but it wasn't a Jackson Timberwolves uniform, so I figured we yeah. had to reach out to you and find out what's going on. So give us a rundown. What are you, what are you doing down in Gilbert? So, yeah, just um, I recently moved down to Gilbert about like a month and a half ago. And, you know, it just it wasn't looking like we were going to be able to go to in-person school or play sports this year. And so my parents and I, we just started looking around certain areas where school was in person and that, um, you know, sports were going to happen. And, you know, we had friends in Arizona and, you know, we just kind of looked into it and it was you know, able to just work out, and we found a good fit. And I should point out, too, I know that this isn't a situation where mom and dad and the rest of the family stayed up here and said, okay, Carter, go off and play basketball and have a good time in Arizona for one year during this whole pandemic thing. This is a family move, right? I mean, you're, you're not down there by yourself. No, yeah, so I have my whole family's down here. My dad is actually still working in Seattle, but he's able, he was able to change his schedule, so he's still, he's still down here a lot. I think the thing that's curious about this is that I think you're in a position that a lot of high school athletes are this year. And obviously, you're going through something that none of us can ever say we've experienced in the past. The point where you get to your senior year of high school, where you start to kind of weigh things in and you're thinking, I stay in the Washington area, I stay up in Washington State, I may or may not get to step on the court this year. There's other states around us that are playing sports. Basketball is obviously a big one for you. To, to have to get to the point where you have to make a decision, you have to start weighing in various factors, was that something that you sat down and talked about with your family? Was it something that mom and dad brought up? Who, who kind of initiated this whole thought? And walk us through that process a little bit. Yeah, no, I'd say, I'd say it was definitely my parents, but also me as well. I mean, it was, it was such a tough um, decision to make. I mean, I, I was really looking forward to, you know, playing out my senior year with Jackson. Um, you know, these are – the guys that I've been playing with since sixth grade, you know, Nit Sison, Play Court Wright, Cooper Smith, and, you know, Coach Johnson is just an unbelievable coach. He's been a great mentor to me, and, um, you know, I'm really thankful for my time at Jackson. So it was it was a really tough decision to make, but, you know, we just decided that it would, for um, just myself, just going down to Arizona was the best move. Now, you mentioned Coach Johnson there a minute ago. Did you have to make a phone call or an email? Or Obviously, we're still hoping and keeping our fingers crossed that perhaps things can work out, and there might still be a basketball season up here. Uh, I'm sure that wasn't an easy call to make. Obviously, you're a player that they were really hoping to rely on this year. Yeah. No, I, I, I talked to him, and he was – I could tell he was a little disappointed, but I think he, he, he told me he understood where I was coming from, and, you know, he knows basketball is a – part um you know it's really important to me so he he understood why i was making the move so what does arizona school look like right now in relation to washington school obviously up here everybody's doing the virtual thing everybody's getting on their computers and plenty of screen time you guys are actually in school right now yeah yeah we're we're in school monday through friday um it, w- it was really weird at first especially you know not being in in-person school since like march so it was it, it, it was a new world for a little bit and <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's a lot different. Yeah, now give us a rundown. How old are the siblings, and what what grade are they in up down there? Yeah, so I have um, one brother. He's a sophomore in high school, and then I have 
another brother that's a fifth grader, and then I have a sister that's a third grader. So of the four of you, who's enjoying it the most and who's maybe struggling a little bit? Obviously different age groups and having to adapt different for everybody, right? Yeah, I, I would say um, I've probably liked it the most just because um, I've been able to get more opportunities out of it, and it's been really fun to be able to you know, play again. I'd say, honestly, none of my siblings have really struggled with it. I think they've they've all done an amazing job adapting and, you know, going to the new school and making friends and, you know, kind of making the best out of it. Now, I've got a nephew who goes to school down in Huntington Beach, California, and my sister took me on a tour of his school one day, and she showed me where the quote-unquote cafeteria was. It's a big open space outside, and I looked at her and I said, well, where do they eat if it rains? And she just looked at me and smiled and said, it, it doesn't rain. So are, are you are you, are you you eating your meals outside? Are you spending a lot more time outdoors when you're in school down there? I've got to think that uh, Gilbert High School, the, the lifestyle, I would think, is a little bit different than Jackson during a normal December or, or January, so to speak. No, yeah, no, we definitely spend a lot of time outside, whether that's at lunch or just, you know, with all the things that are going on. And, um, yeah, it's just the weather i i think it's probably it's only rained here like once since i've been here <laughs> yeah, it's tough life it's well, only rained here yeah. once today yeah right yeah. So. Yeah. actually <laughs> probably more than once today right. talk a little bit about your your um selecting that you were playing on up here you were with friends of hoop correct yeah yeah now did i see correctly did you guys just play in a tournament down in arizona back in october um yeah and we we had gone to arizona a couple times um yeah, like September, October, and we, you know, we had, we've been trying to play in tournaments, but there was nothing going on in Washington. So if if we were going to play, it was either in like Idaho or Utah or Arizona. So did did that factor into the Arizona move then, or is that kind of where you started thinking, hey, maybe this is because obviously there are other states and on the West Coast that also have have sports and have open school right now. Why uh, why Arizona as opposed to maybe some of the others? Um, I think, yeah, we, we, we looked at Utah a little bit. Um, I think a lot of it just came down to um, we, we do have some friends in Arizona, in Arizona, and I think that's just where um, we thought it would just be a little bit easier for us to kind of move in rather than going to Utah where, like, we didn't know anybody. Well, and I know you're a, you're a good student, too. I know the, the last GPA I saw was 3.85, so I'm assuming that you're right in that ballpark still. Not a, probably an easy transition for you having to go to a new school your senior year alone, let, us, let alone the fact that you're doing it, you know, what, six weeks into the school year. So what, yeah. what was that like for you? Yeah, it was it, it was a little bit tough at first, you know, figuring out all the logistics with it. And so, I mean, it was, it was definitely a transition, but it was something that, you know, I was able to figure out pretty soon, and I was still able to – I was able to catch up. Because um, Arizona, they started in – August, so um, you know, I was, we were a little bit behind to begin with. Yeah, that's right. So, tell us a little bit about this Gilbert team you're joining. I, I know that you're not playing your first game until January 22nd, and, and this is what's also curious to me a little bit here too. I went to the. I think you guys have your own website, which is nice in itself. Yeah. And when I'm on the website, you guys already have a team photo up, and we're like three weeks away from your first game already. So, what uh, has the team been practicing together? Was that done? I guess I don't know a lot about the Arizona system down there were you initially planning on playing earlier and was it pushed back or no so yeah um so i think they've been gilbert's been practicing probably since like um the start of summer and um you know i came down in like early november and they were having like full team practices even though our 
season hadn't officially started. And so, I mean, yeah, I think they've been, they've been definitely playing a lot before I even got there. And how were you accepted by the team? I, I've got to think, obviously, pros and cons to joining a new team when you're a senior and you're coming from a region where you're, you're being recruited by colleges. You obviously have a particular skill set that a lot of teams would love to welcome aboard. But at the same time, I'm sure there are guys on that team that have been there for a while and you're going to be possibly fighting them for playing time and whatnot. Was it an easy transition in that regard? Or how, how have the guys been with you? No, yeah, the the guys have been awesome. You know, you're always you always worry about if somebody moves in in a situation like that, turned out of nowhere, that the teammates might not take it well. But they've been awesome in accepting me, and you know, they've been able to kind of show me the ropes of their program. But I've um, and you know, show me just kind of what's going on. But I think um, they've they've all said that I kind of bring a dimension to the team that they didn't have before. So they're they're really happy to have me. Well, as far as when you went down there, did you have a chance to look around the area a little bit? Obviously, when you're coming in for kind of a one-off year type of a situation, you can be a little more selective, or I don't know how much of a factor that was for mom and dad as well, but did you kind of analyze and, and look at the schools that you were thinking about attending and trying to find the right fit in terms of, okay, what kind of a basketball program do they have and what kind of needs do they have, or was it just kind of a random, well, this area seems to look as good as any, and cross your fingers and hope for the best what uh did you know much about the team when you started looking down there yeah so we looked at a couple schools and uh gilbert is definitely um one of the best there is um so they play in the 5a division uh, arizona to the 6a and um they're just a super stable program they won um state two years ago and they've consistently been in the state tournament placing really well and so you know it's just a great great coaching staff um consistently they're bringing in good players and so it was um it was definitely a, a high tier um school that i was able to join so i'm really thankful for that nice uh, looking at some pictures here online too i see a photo of you and another teammate ringing a salvation army bell a, a few weeks back uh, close-knit team i would imagine yeah no no definitely the coach really um emphasizes you know togetherness and Hanging out as a team, he wants us all really to be close together and bonded. So what does the upcoming season look like as of right now? Obviously, we know how things change you know, from time to time through COVID and, and having to be ready to anticipate changes and whatnot. But as of right now, I'm looking online. It looks like you have a 16-game schedule, which is obviously condensed down into a shorter period of time from January 22nd to, until early March do they normally play 20 games down there? Is this a schedule that's been cut back a little bit because of the fact that we're going through a pandemic? And if so, are, are they planning on playing a state tournament right down right now in Arizona? What, what What's it looking like for 2021? Yeah, so they did. Um, when I originally moved down there, the plan was that it was going to be, like the season was going to start like in early December. And um, the numbers did, had, did increase a little bit as I – you know, as we were moving in, so the season did get pushed back to January. And so that that did cut um, four of those games. Yeah, normally it's a 20-game regular season and then along with, you know, districts and state and all that. But, yeah, we still have – so we're going to have a 16-game season and then we're we're still planning on having playoffs in state. So, yeah, basically basically a full season. And fans in the stands? Uh, no, not, not right now. They're, um, the AIA is saying that – um, that likely will change, though, as time goes on. So we're hoping that we'll be able to have fans. And what kind of quick. what kind of restrictions in terms of practicing? I mean, are you, masks on during practice the entire time? 
Um, no, not from the players. They just they just want the coaches to be wearing masks. But there, I mean, there aren't many restrictions for us um, playing basketball. What about testing? Anything like that? Or yeah, we have. Um, they 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 do do some. They do testing pretty well. Um, like if if there's if you're potentially exposed, you have to sit out for like a week and a half. So that's that's been tougher. We we've had a couple of players that have needed to do that. So that's been a little bit tough, you know, basically knocking them out for like a week and a half. Interesting. Okay. And this, I should point out, this is a school that has around 2000 students too. So it's a yeah. pretty good sized school. Well, how about the recruiting front? Because obviously I know you were getting a lot of looks up here. You, you've got the size, what, six, 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 seven ish in that range. Yeah. So yeah. we know you can play. We've seen you over the last couple of years and what you've been able to do at Jackson. Uh, are coaches still taking notice to what you're doing? And is it, kind of expanding your, your recruiting base now? Are you able to kind of go outside of Washington, being that you're down in Arizona? Or is that the yeah, hope anyway? It, I guess it's early, but... No, it, it, it has expanded it a little bit. I mean, at, at this point right now, all the coaches that are talking to me are really kind of just waiting, and, you know, they they want to see me um, play in, like, a high school setting. And so that, that, was, that was one of the reasons that um, we looked to move down here. And I know you've already have a handful of offers as well, right? So can you share with us maybe some of the schools that you are either talking to you or that perhaps you're looking at? Yeah, I'm looking at um, a lot of the schools in the Northwest Conference, so like Whitworth and Whitman, University of Puget Sound. Um, and then I'm also talking to a lot of the GNAT schools right now. Okay, so you're open to a lot of things, it sounds like. Yeah. And yeah, I've got to think, with a guy like you with a high GPA, academics certainly factors in there, too. So do you already kind of have an idea as to what you want to study and how much will that weigh into your decision when you choose a college? Um, yeah, I'm definitely looking for a school that's going to be able to fit me academically as well. You know, I want to be able to um, excel on that front. So, yeah, that's definitely going to um, play a role. Very nice. And I guess I should ask one last thing, too, because we – We've had a chance to both watch and cover you here with uh, Tom and I both doing some work over at STSPN. So are, is there a, a way to watch any of your games down in Gilbert this year if anybody wants to check in on Carter Korab and see how he's doing? Are we going to be able to, to see anything live, or how does that work? Or have you not figured that out? You're still kind of the new guy. but um, Yeah, no, I'd say I'm still kind of the new guy trying to figure that out. But I, I believe because we're not going to be having fans to start the season, there's going to be some sort of link that you can look at. I'd imagine it might be on the Gilbert basketball website. And we should let everybody know that the the website is gilberttigerbasketball.org. Again, Carter Korab joining us right now, a uh, member of the Gilbert High School basketball team. He's been at Jackson High School over in Mill Creek for the last couple of years. Carter, uh, thank you for your time tonight. Uh, all the best to you and your family. Hopefully everybody's doing well down there and that your, uh, your siblings are adjusting okay. And who knows, maybe we'll see the Korabs back up here in 2021 after everything gets cleared up and – Maybe we'll see you at one of our local colleges at that point, too. But uh, best of luck to you and your teammates this year. Most importantly, stay safe down there and uh, enjoy every moment of it. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate that. You bet. There you go. Carter Korab from Gilbert, Arizona. I think that's our first Arizona guest. Yeah, and I'm glad we were able to do that because I just think it's fascinating. Sure. We, we see so much, and we obviously cover a lot of what's going on up here in Washington State. And each state is a little bit different. And Obviously, we, we hear the pros and the cons, and – Everybody has their own opinion on that, right? So interesting to actually hear from one of our athletes who made that transition and made that move specifically during a pandemic for the fact that they still want to try to play sports. And things change so fast. You yeah. know, you go from we're playing <laughs> – the Huskies are playing on 
Wednesday night. No, they're not because this team tested positive with that mm-hmm. team and Gonzaga. Oh, they can't play them because they've got you know. You just never know. We had a couple of Pac-12 announcements in the last couple of days for basketball this right. week. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, like Carter mentioned, they were originally going to play in December. Things are looking good right now in January. Obviously, I think the warm weather helps them down there. People can get outside sure. a little bit easier, and so perhaps there's that. But uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I don't want to get into too much here. There's a soapbox here, but you want what's best for everybody, and there's obviously sure. not a, a clear, concrete answer, or we'd all be on the same page. But obviously, you're, you're balancing so many different things. But these guys are going to try to give it a go, and if they do, I hope they uh, they get all their games in. I hope they're all safe. I think that's first and foremost. That's paramount to this whole situation, right. and. They can do what they want to. And, and Carter, obviously, like he said, he has some offers already, but really good ball player. I mean, he's the type yep. of guy that if if he has another chance to play 16 additional games and get more game film on him, of him being a year older, you know, maybe some of those GNAC offers get bumped up another level and he can play at a higher higher place. So we'll, we'll see. There you go. Carter Korab from Gilbert, Arizona. What's up next? We're going to talk a little more basketball. Zach Ward from Stanwood, the Spartans, coming up next. We'll do it next. Prep Sports Weekly right here on KRKO. Colin Mockery here. You know what I love? Chips. Not the sour cream and onion kind, although I do like those, but the kind of chips that stack in front of you when you're playing blackjack or roulette. You know what else I love? The new Cosita Creek Casino experience. You'll get more slot machines, more great food options, more entertainment, and yes, more table games with chips. It's more of what you love, and there's only one thing better than getting more of what you love, and that's getting more of what I love. The new Cosita Creek Casino is opening soon. At KRKO, now more than ever, we all need to find a reason to smile. Corrections. KRKO's attempt at setting the record right and letting Tim Hunter fix all of the flubs from our previous broadcast week. Okay, there were a few, so for starters, I apparently got some bad information when I said that Bob Seeger and Kyle Seeger of the Mariners were cousins. Guess I should have noticed their last names were spelled differently. Fans of the Disney Plus series The Mandalorian were quick to point out to me that I got the name wrong of The Child. That's the Baby Yoda character on the series. And it was revealed in a couple of episodes ago that his actual name was Grogu. I had said it was Rogaine. It's Tim Hunter, morning 6 to 9 on KRKO, when you can use a little smile to start your day. Ace Hardware is a helpful place with prompt, friendly service, knowledge, and the little things that make a big difference. Service. Selection. Advice. Community involvement. Competitive prices. Convenience. Located near you. And the things you need, such as... House keys. Lawn and garden. Plumbing. Electrical. Hardware. Grills. Outdoor living supplies. And even nuts and bolts. When you visit Ace Hardware, you'll be greeted at the door and given the help you need. So come visit us at Ace Hardware in Evergreen Way in Everett, Lake Stevens, and now Stanwood. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Hi, I'm Brian Reed. As your local Allstate agent, providing protection that fits your life is something I take, well, personally. I am committed to learning about your needs and personalizing protection to meet them. From bundling your auto, home, and life insurance with ease to evaluating optional coverage based on your protection needs, I can build an insurance proposal that fits your life. Are you in good hands? Contact me, Brian Reed, at either of my Everett locations, 425-337-4646. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Life insurance offered through Allstate Life Insurance Company and Allstate Assurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois, and American Heritage Life Insurance Company, Jacksonville, Florida. 
school is back in session and the hometown handyman in Monroe gives a big salute to all the student athletes out there prepping for the most unique season we've ever seen. So whether you're from Monroe or Lake Stevens, Snohomish or anywhere really, Hometown Handyman salutes your hard work and dedication. The Hometown Handyman, proud to support local sports and happy to give back to the local community. Find out more info at hometownhandymanpnw.com. Again, hometownhandymanpnw.com. At Glass by Lund, if there's one thing they've learned over the past 40 years, it's that supporting the local community is very important. That's why they're huge supporters of Wesco High School sports, especially this year. It doesn't matter when the season starts. It doesn't matter the score. Glass by Lund supports high school sports 100%. And if you need support with windows, shower doors, or skylights, residential or commercial, remember, since 1967, Glass by Lund has been here to serve in your community. To find out more, visit glassbylund.com. We continue on this Wednesday night, Prep Sports Weekly, the final show of 2020. Tom Lafferty along with Steve Willett. Let's talk more basketball. We will indeed. And I think we're going to, if I'm correct on this, I think we're going to go from the snow, or I'm I'm sorry, from the sun to the snow because I believe this gentleman is uh, out of the area right now. He sent me a picture earlier and I saw a bunch of white stuff in the background. Zach Ward, where in the heck are you tonight? Um, Plain, Washington. So, um, so that wasn't a typo when you sent that to me. I thought you were in no, Plain. Okay. No, Plain. Plain, Washington. Yeah, it's a nice... I know exactly where Plain is. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, yeah, I'm, we're about uh, two miles from uh, Plain Grocery, so... Okay, well, yeah, Tom, Tom knows exactly where it is. I, used, I have no clue. So. I used to know the owners of the uh, Plain Grocery Store. <laughs> wow, okay. You were nowhere, a... But you weren't in downtown Leavenworth with a bombs threat today, were oh, you? Well, I read that last night. Um that's crazy, and I didn't I didn't see an update really. So that was we don't really used to typically go into Leavenworth anyway. Um, I kind of come over here to get away from everybody, so <laughs> Leavenworth isn't where I want to go. But um, yeah, craziness over there it looked like last night. So where is Plain in relation to Leavenworth? Uh, west. I mean, close by, or is it? Oh, I mean, oh, yeah. it can't be oh, that yeah. you can't oh, go yeah. that far west, I guess. No, but. no, it's 10, 10, 15 minute drive. Um, we just head over. Highway 2 and take a left if you know where Cole's Corner is, where the squirrel tree is, and the old diner, and we're just about five miles down that road. Very nice. So give us a weather report. That was snow that I saw in the background, right? It was right? snow. It's a nice, like I said, it's a nice crisp 27 degrees. Not currently snowing, but uh, forecast. Forecast calls for heavy snow here the next couple of days, so we're pretty fired up. Nice. So do you stay in the house and build a fire and, and stay warm, or what's it look like I saw some uh, toys outside? So I think you move in and out. Yeah, we definitely have some toys here, the snowmobiles. Uh, we can go around. We have trails, but we'll tow the little kids on little sleds and just around the house. And uh, we usually our fire. We do have a fire inside, but typically about this time of night, that fire scene moves outdoors. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, yeah. and Zach, I, I mean, I point out the obvious to you here. I, I guess there are some pros to the uh, the fact that you're not coaching basketball right now, right? A little more family time. It sounds like it's a lot more family time. <laughs> um, way, I, way, lot more family time. <laughs> yeah. You, you ask my wife. My wife's a better judge for how much more family time it is than I am. The kids are like, who's this guy that keeps spending time with us in December? <laughs> and my wife's like, are you sure you don't want, you got to go do something? You got to go. You gotta, should you go somewhere? <laughs> Coach, the story I always tell Dan Patrick from ESPN when he retired from there, he said to spend more time with the family. But before you do that, make sure 
the family wants to spend more time with you. Make sure, make sure they're okay with it. And my and my only waiver on that one is this wasn't my decision. I was just going to say that this isn't a Dan Patrick here. This is a, this is COVID. So, well, right. we uh, we would like to we'd wish that you were out there coaching right now. Obviously, for yeah. circumstances out of all of our controls, you're not. So, yeah. but we did have to ask because I keep seeing these pictures pop up online, and most of them sure. are from you actually. Right. And I know this is going to just be crushing you right now because you're chomping at the bit to get out there you guys have a brand new basketball gym this year we do in fact i was uh i was fortunate enough to get up there yesterday for the first time uh finally staff finally able to get in the building and and walked around and and uh the gym is just you know people that are going to come into the gym that were in the old one it's going to seem very very familiar in terms of setup just like double the size so everything's a little wider everything's now it's a three-story building i think you know before it was maybe two or so now it's three full stories uh so you just walk into it and it's just like wow but then you see the you know the we typically in the last couple years have a lot of color on the floor right with our with our logos and designs and then you got the mezzanines now it's the north south instead of the east west so how many times am i going to mess that up (laughs) so it did it did turn it just took a 90 degree turn anyway it's like a little turn yeah yeah so um but but like i said everything everything is a little bit bigger you're really going to notice that i think when you go up to those upstairs mezzanine gyms if you've ever been in those ones in the old high school i do not believe they were up to code (laughs) <laughs> oh, I can I can guarantee you. We, right, were, we were running f- running phone line across the walkway. Yeah, just See, step over. It's fine. It's See, fine. Tom, now now hopefully we can hook you up with Wi-Fi. But if you had to run phone line, I think you'd have to bring too much phone line. You wouldn't be able to do it. I know. It's a little too high up now. Well, and is it still? I always thing I always liked about your building is you know I I loved to always sit up in that upper mezzanine and it had that old school feel where you had to actually go out into the hallway to get up to the second level and take the stairs. Is yeah, it still, still is, okay? Perfect. I see. I love that. Yep. Yep. Uh, the stairway is just in a little different spot than the old one, but, uh, but yeah. See, I mean, there's a lot of similarities, and and uh, I think that's going to be nice once we get back. That it's going to be, you know, a lot of our kids coming back. Obviously, played a lot of time in the old one, so there's going to be that familiarity. It's not going to seem like a completely brand new road night, road game every night, but uh, but it's going to be brand new. Everything's new, and usually that's a pretty good deal. So you're going to have to set up a whole new set of memories, right? Because there was a lot in that old gym. Boy, I know. Uh, I did walk through that old gym. And you just, I think, you know, it was one of those moments where you stand there. It was probably like 30 seconds, but it felt like about 15 minutes as I was just kind of was looking around thinking, wow. And you kind of go to different spots on the floor. And, you know, and it was from memories way before me. You know, there's memories way back before I was even thinking about Stan Wood and what I was going to do with my life. So, and, we, and we've been able to have some cool ones too, but, but just, yeah, a lot of history in that building. Um, yeah, it's all coming down. But they are taking – it's kind of like Everett High where they put the wall, the floor up on the wall. They're going to do something like that in the new building. So now I, I saw some pictures you posted the other day. It looks like they're slowly starting to take or dismantle the, the place. Is yeah. that building going to be demolished here eventually in the near future? Or is it going to be a parking it lot? What's it? it is. Yeah, I mean, not – yeah. They've got, you know, they've got these plans on how – kind of a walkway out towards the stadium and i'm sure some of it's park parking lot some of it's probably sidewalk um but you are going to come into the new school from that area so you still park in a you know a similar area as you did in the high school the older high school uh and you'll just come into that new building from that side so when you were at the school the other day did you get a chance to get into your new office yet i've got to think that's a nice part i did i did i um i came in yesterday um i brought my girls up and they helped me unpack and in my classroom and it's just it's just it's just amazing i mean um yeah i mean i I love my old one but 
you know, it's just something about when you come into it and we're all, now we're all one building. Um, you know, before we were really spread out. Now it's just one three-story building. You can walk up and down the halls. And you're going to get that feel of, I think, what, what most of us feel or, or felt in school, right? When the bell rings or whenever that time is, you go out and there's a hallway full of kids and you're walking down the hall or down the stairs or up the stairs, not, not outside and running from building to building. So a, a lot of that stuff is, is really, I think, important for these kids, especially, well, when we get back, but, but even more so maybe than ever. So busy day for you. You you got into your new office and your new classroom. Well, office is a shared space. So they I built a new gym and they didn't give the head basketball coach his own, his own office. I I was willing to share the space with everybody else. How about that? Nice, nicely done. Mr. <laughs> no, no, that was just part of the deal. <laughs> um, yeah, so it'll be seasonal. So you know, I'm, it's a it's a good sized room. Uh, so I'll be in there with girls basketball and. We'll we'll try to make sure the wrestling coach doesn't come in too much. There you go. Well, I'm looking I'm looking at the pictures right now online here, and you know it's got that modern look too. I guess, and I guess this uh-huh. this just started what about seven or eight years ago. I think it started to spread now, uh-huh. where everybody's going with those multicolors on the floor, and you guys have the dark brown as well as the light brown. Yeah. You still have the the red keys and everything in, yep. inside by the basket. Did you have a chance to have any input, or did anybody ask for the the kids' opinion? Or yeah, um, well, I actually, I was fortunate enough they they let me design it. So, no kidding. Um, yeah, so uh, four years ago we redid the old floor and uh, kind of came to us and said, you know, we're not gonna we're gonna get a new school. We're not gonna we're not gonna put brand new wood in, but we're gonna sand it down one more time and we're just gonna make it pop for the next four years. And so um, got to design that one. And this one is just kind of a flip, kind of an inverse. Uh, we had the the dark stain inside the three on the uh, on the old floor, and now we've done the dark stain on the majority of the floor and then inside the three is a little bit lighter with like you said the red key and the white top circle and and then um just kind of cleaned up the lettering i just wanted stanwood just to pop and so i said let's just make it as big as we can and man we got that thing almost stretched three-point line to three-point line so it just looks awesome well the nice thing they're doing now and i'm guessing you did they're finally giving enough room on the sidelines, so when you come in with your popcorn and your pop, you're not walking in front of the head coach. In front of, in front of the bench. Yeah, most of them now, they've, they've kind of figured in that the bleachers are going to come out to a certain spot, and then we're going to need a row of chairs, but we don't want that row of chairs right up the bleachers, right? Yeah. Yep. Oh, I can remember when, I mean, that wasn't that long ago when that gym was, it was the bleachers were out, and you, the benches were actually the first row of bleachers, yep. and, and they had to hold people until dead balls, and they would walk in front of you. So, okay. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> it was crazy. I mean, it's crazy to think about that now. It's something you're right, Tom. You don't really think about that anymore. Um, but that is one of those things. I mean, when you think back of in games, and there's a moment where you're like, "This is a pretty big moment in the game here," and I got seven people walking by with popcorn and hot dogs. Right? And I'm trying to get my <laughs> message out, or I'm trying to get a sub in. Watch out! You know, watch out for the kid with the red vine. And so it's, it's just, uh, yeah. But it, but. You know, that's that's part of what those old gyms were, and I'm sure this new setup is much better. <laughs> no, definitely. I'm, I'm looking again at the picture here, and as you mentioned, the, the word Stanwood goes from almost three-point line to three-point line across the court. Yeah. It's a little bit of an arch. So as yeah. I'm looking at the word Stanwood here, my curiosity is taking me to a place here. Where does Court Roberson have the green light to start shooting from? What letter? Oh, man, we got to get on there first, right? we got to get on there and see. Yeah, that's a great – you know, that's something I didn't even think about. We can just go letter now. You pretty well, much could, and he'll he'll shoot anywhere, right? You kind of he's gonna he's well, got right, a green light, I think. Is, yeah, and if I ask him or Jake, they're both yeah. Jake's the same. Yeah, Jake can shoot a little they're too, gonna, right? They're Clearly. both gonna look at me and shake me off. I'll be like, Coach, don't worry. There's no letter. I'll just shoot it while I'm open. 
as long as you can the, make it, you're okay with that too, is, right? The problem, well, the problem is when everybody thinks they can make one. Well, and and you can all shoot it. My common joke with my boys is, you know, I can shoot it. I know you can shoot it. I just want you to make it a little bit more. I can shoot it too, I said. So our thing is you got to make it. So we'll see what letter they can make it from. They're going to have to make a certain amount before they move back a letter. I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> this is awesome. I'm thinking of drills and practice right now. Hey, whatever I can do to help. That's what, we're, that's what we're here for. Well, last night, Milwaukee had 29 three-pointers. I saw that. NBA record, right? NBA record. 29, 29. coach. Makes. Makes. <laughs> 29 of 50. Yeah, there once wow. was a time in the NBA when 29 attempts would have been an NBA record. Not, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Well, so speaking of which, we, we, were had, uh, we had Andy Buehler on recently, or, or Buehler on. Yeah from Scorebook Live, and he did this top sure. 50 ranking, which I'm sure you know about, and he brought up the Splash Brothers. Uh, now, are, are, are Jake and Court, are they calling themselves the Splash Brothers? Is that- no, I don't know. I, nothing I heard of. I actually listened to that night when he was on there, and I kind of just giggled. I had heard someone else say it before somewhere, um, I mean, referencing those two, um, but, but I just kind of giggled like, oh, that's funny, because neither of them are the type that would be um, – they definitely know who those guys are, but I would never think that they would come up. They would, they would creativity. They wouldn't make their own nickname. <laughs> well, yeah, you want you wouldn't want to take a nickname of two guys that are current NBA no. players that just had it, right? I mean, no, no, no. And the rule, and, and the other rule is you can't give yourself a nickname. You can't come up with your own. <laughs> no, that's no. not a given. Right? Although when it's a tandem, I think people tend to do it a little more often than, than some cases. But yeah, you might be right. Well, so let's talk a little bit about this team. Obviously, we just re- uh, mentioned that Andy came out with this top fifty list. This is the list of. Uh, rankings of teams in the in the states, regardless of classification, has you guys at number twenty-two, which is number twelve overall as far as the three A teams. Number two overall for Wesco three A behind Marysville Getchell. Uh, is that something that you enjoy looking at this time of year, especially during a pandemic when we can't play basketball? Is it at least of note and of interest of you to kind of go through the list and? Man, I'll take anything. I yeah. will take anything. And and it, and in, in a normal year, I might say I don't look at it, or I might shield my thoughts like I might think good or bad just oh yeah I don't really pay attention because but now I'm like that's cool I mean credit those guys for it's a lot of work doing all that work (laughs) right in a a time when we're not playing games or not having a season I mean that that's got to be almost more work to try and piece together a top 50 list of teams that haven't played a game you're kind of going off Andy called me and I know he asked me about some other teams you're kind of going off that but man I, I wouldn't be a very good coach if I just went off played in other teams off scouting reports of what somebody told me. And, you know, you read that list, and it's – I'm thinking it's right on. You know, I mean, that's they did their homework, and they do such a good job. It's so cool that they have that love, and, and the kids are really fortunate. Well, and I'm not going to lie. I, I did mention this to, to Bueller when he was on the air with us. I didn't mention the, the team specifically, but this was the one that really kind of caught my eye and brought a smile to my face because, obviously, we, we try to be, you know – impartial up here but we we're, we yeah. like our Sonohomish teams and sure. I'm not gonna lie I saw Stanwood number 22 and then I went down the list two more names and they're at number 24 two spots behind one of our Sonohomish teams Rainier Beach <laughs> they brought a little smile to my face I, I I did take note of the fact that a Wesco team was ahead of Rainier Beach by a couple spots I, I might have noticed that too <laughs> <laughs> well so this this team that you have this number 22 ranked team I this was a year that you were anticipating uh, having a strong season. I know oh, that as man. these guys yeah. were coming up, and we've yeah. already mentioned Jake Cleary and, and Court Roberson and certainly a few other guys there too. Um, what, yeah. what, what can we expect if this team gets back out on the court? Well, um, I think you can expect a, you know, a pretty experienced group. 
A lot of these boys have been on varsity since their sophomore year. A lot of the senior class uh, was on varsity really young as a sophomore and, and got a lot of time. And I think um, maybe overachieved a little bit um, as sophomores. And then um, I think as juniors, maybe underachieved, I think they'd tell you. And we've had those conversations. And so I think you have a group that's hungry, that that's seen both sides and, and realize maybe that it's not just a coast. And um, you, you can tell by how much work they're putting in. I mean, they're playing I mean, they're playing a ton of games right now just through the AU window, uh, traveling. In fact, they're in – I think some of them – they play in Phoenix. They're playing Phoenix this week. So they're either coming home today or tomorrow. Um, and they played five games down in Phoenix the last couple of days. So um, a, a basketball group that just loves to play and, and is really just – looking for something you know we've talked a lot about what the season is or what it might be or might not be and um they have just been so awesome at just wanting something you know whether it's a you know we've heard six weeks we've heard eight weeks we've heard league games only we don't know what the post all that stuff and they don't care you know they, they, they just want something they want you know i think just like a lot of us they want just some normalcy back and they want to go to practice every day that might be a good change they might be excited to come to practice every day <laughs> <laughs> well, and you mentioned it just now. A lot of your guys do, and more so than I think any other community around here, you, you've kind of put up that nice fence around the Stanwood community and kept most of your players all within the same AAU system playing with, what is it, North Sound basketball. Right. Um, right. And, and they're having some success. I've noticed uh, over the last couple of months, every once in a while, looking on Twitter and other forms yeah. of social media, and I keep seeing all these results of they won this or they won that. At least your guys are getting some experience, it sounds like. They're doing great. Um, you know, they're going to these AAU tournaments and they're playing against AAU teams. So, um, you know, sometimes it's, you know, they don't, they don't, uh, see this side of it yet, but you know, you go out there and you, you play well and you lose by 15, that might actually be a really good loss because that group you have might be, you know, something like playing an all Westco team or all Metro team. And so, um, I've seen so many good things and, and they're getting to, you know, they have great parents who are willing to do this for them and, they're getting an experience this year. You know, they're getting a basketball experience this year that a lot of kids aren't. Mm. You know, hopefully they're saying thank you a lot to their parents and because without them, I mean, this wouldn't be a possibility. And so they're getting to travel. They've been to Vegas. They've been to Phoenix, like I said. Um, they've gone over to Idaho a couple times. I mean, lots of trips. I bet they've played in seven, seven tournaments probably is fair to say. Um, so it's just an incredible effort. So as a coach, where, where do you stand on all of this? Because obviously – you know, yeah. we're, we're, we're in the, uh, and everybody well, is all over the board. I know it kind of gets a little bit hairy to talk about it at times, but obviously it's got to be frustrating for you. You see all of your yeah. guys out here playing game after game, and they're going this place one weekend and this place the next, and everybody yeah. else is sitting at home right now. Where, where, are you, right. where are you during all of this? I've been to a handful of them. Um, you know, WIA opened the coaching window, but then you kind of fall under, you know, what your school district um, allows for, and the school district is not allowing for any sports participation. I think that's pretty much across the board, which is totally understandable. Um, but the boys can play under this AAU window, and, and high school coaches can coach up until the 23rd of January. The WI has moved that back a couple of times. So I've been able to go to a couple of tournaments. Obviously, I'm not in Phoenix with them. Um, I didn't go to an Idaho one with them because I had family coming in, and I thought it was important to stay home. We talked about that earlier, right? Mm -hmm. uh, my parents flew up from Phoenix, and so I just took a break and – kind of just use this time i mean it's weird i've never had this 20 years i've never had <laughs> this much time off <laughs> and, and especially during this time of year um but it's been okay 
you know, I've gotten, I've been fortunate. I've gotten basketball when I wanted basketball. Harlan takes them and he does everything. And it's his organization. He started about 10 years ago anyway. So it's perfect. And uh, I've been able, like I said, come and go a little bit. And I plan on uh, hooking up with them again here in January and maybe playing in a tournament or two before that 23rd date. And I know over the last week or two, we've been focused so much on the holiday season and whatnot, but certainly there are constant meetings going on throughout the state. And I'm sure you've been on a few different Zoom calls here and there with yeah. whether it's WIAA officials or basketball associations. What sure. What is your feel right now? Do you Do you anticipate that we will, in fact, be able to get some sort of a season in at some point? I do. I do. Um, I, I feel like the Wesco athletic directors have been uh, awesome. I mean, they're, they've got plans coming out. They've got a couple different plans on the table. You know, I think the last thing we saw from the WIAA was maybe February 1st and Come on, <laughs> that's not going to happen. So um, they've got some plans. At least I don't think so. That'd be great if it did, but I, I don't think it's going to. So um, they've got some plans in place for for still like maybe a three-sport season that's shrunk down, um, a two-sport season maybe where they combine some sports, um, you know, kind of depending on when when the, when we are able to go back to school. I think that's the big thing. You know, we got to get kids – I think for it to happen, the kids need to be back at school, at least in some kind of hybrid model mm-hmm. uh, at the high school level. I mean, and, you know, I mean, a lot of common sense stuff. We want it bad, but how are you going to play up high school sports when kids are 100% remote learning, right? I mean, what's that look like? And at some point, you got to think, like, really? You know, so I think once we get kids back to a hybrid model and then um, one of those plans that they have in place, um, I feel good about it. I really do. And then, Coach, you also have kids – Every kid has its own, you know, his own set of problems. Grandma lives with grandma lives with the family, right. and she's a cancer survivor. So then, right. you know, you're yep. starting. Then it's then it's up to the family. Yep. Yeah, we can't let you junior go play because. Right. Right. And and I think those decisions are easier for people now because of what they've been through the last eight or nine months. I almost feel like it's easier for people to maybe say no, or they understand that it's okay to miss something. Um, I know they're eager to get back, but I mean, a year ago, if I would have told you that, hey, we're going to, our faculty meetings are going to be online, Zoom, not live. You just said, you're crazy. <laughs> no, I mean, you're, you're nuts. And so, you know, and I tell those kids all the time, we've got kids that haven't been able to play in tournaments for reasons like you said, um, you know, where people were coming home from the holidays or traveling or, you know, maybe grandma and grandpa were coming up and I need to take two weeks off before and totally fine, totally understandable. Um, yeah, I don't, I mean, I'm eager for the next couple of months because I hope that this slowly dissipates and goes away. Um, I th- and I'm just, I feel so bad for these kids. I mean, yeah. I just, I, I mean, you hear that so much, but I mean, from the class, I mean, that's the kids I have in class too. They're not getting, I have two girls in school. You know what I mean? Just, just the, whole, the things that they're missing, I'll get over it. I'll be able to experience this stuff again, but you know, you want them to be able to experience every step that we all have. And that's the hard part is you just feel like they're missing on some stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Well, fingers crossed. And we know it's kind of a fluid situation and things can change from week yeah. to week. And we've seen it <laughs> numerous know, times right? over the last nine months. So we're, and hopefully, <laughs> I know you're, I don't know if you heard our opening segment tonight. We had Carter Korab on who was playing at Jackson and now oh, plays at yeah. Gilbert High School in Arizona. I, I don't think you're going to get a 16 game schedule like. Gilbert's planning on playing, but uh, right. nonetheless, right. I, I think we would take even a handful of games at this point. So we'll I'd take I'd take some league game. You give me some games. Let's practice every day, and let's just let's just see where it shakes out. Right? Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, until then, uh, enjoy your, your time up in Plain, and thanks for educating me on giving me a little geography lesson on Washington State tonight. So, uh, it's right here, Steve. You do, you do, you do well here, I think. A guy like you do really well here. I, you know, I, yeah. I, my, my fingers get cold easy, so I don't know. I'd have to have a very big <laughs> pair of gloves. But, uh, you got, you're, kind of a, you're kind of a city boy. Uh, so yeah, well, I, I kind of like to be warm. But I, I like to go jogging, too, and I don't think I could do that right now up it's there. It's cool. But, they, make, they make these things with these glove things. You need a hat. They got these jackets. They just do wonders. I've heard about that. Okay, I'm going to have to give that a shot. So. Well, and I will say this. When, when you texted me your picture earlier and said you were in plane, I actually did put it into Google Maps, and it didn't come up. So I don't know if I – I don't know. Maybe I spelled it wrong, but – Off the radar. Yeah, Off so I thought, radar. oh, maybe he means Blaine, but – I I'm, talked to Tom earlier. We just made it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be something? That would be a <laughs> practical joke of the year right just there. Say, there's no city of Plain. Plain is an area. So. Yeah. Correct. Well, yeah, Plain, Washington did not come up on my phone. No. So there, I'm glad you guys clarified that for me. Well, again, enjoy some time with the family up there. Stay you safe. Bet, stay Thanks, warm. Man. and Thanks for keeping the show going. Yeah, our pleasure, and hopefully we can see you a little more in 2021. So I would love it. I would love it. Well, great. Well, Zach Ward, again, thank you for your time tonight. Happy New Year to you and your family, and we'll, uh, we'll talk again soon. You guys, too. Take care. There you go. Zach Ward of Stanwood High School. Now we're going to go from Stanwood to Glacier Peak, right? Yeah, we're going to go from what we had the sun, we had the snow, now we're going to get the rain. I think both of them are over there in, in Snohomish. So we're going to talk a little Glacier Peak Grizzlies girls basketball with Aaliyah Collins and Brian Hill. Next up, Prep Sports Weekly on KRKO. Hi, my name is Sam Wershing, and I own Sam's Cats and Dogs Naturally in Monroe and Everett. Today I'm reaching out to you to let you know that even though we have changed our store hours, we are doing everything we can to keep you and your pets safe. We offer curbside pickup, and we also offer in-home delivery to all of Snohomish County and King County north of I-90. Give us a call or get on our website, and we can bring you food, chew toys, treats, even CBD treats and oils for your pets. Go to samscatsanddogs.com for more information. Thanks much, and good luck staying safe out there. The Buzz Inn's always been there for you with a great deal on a great meal. And during these most recent restrictions, the Buzz Inn wants you to know that they're still there for you with to-go meals seven days a week from 9 a.m. till 9 p.m. You can still get hand-cut Angus steaks, chicken, seafood, burgers, sandwiches, and all-day breakfast for pickup. So put down those pots and pans and pick up the phone and call ahead for pickup at the Buzz Inn. The menu is online at buzzinsteakhouse.com. The Buzz Inn, always a great deal on a great meal. If you're looking for a place that prints anything for any team, the place to go is Screen Printing Northwest on Colby Avenue in downtown Everett. They're the local experts for custom screen printing and embroidery. Hats, t-shirts, sweatshirts, coats, you name it, they can do it. Screen Printing Northwest has been locally owned since 1996, and they're the official screen printer of this radio station. Screen Printing Northwest, 2526 Colby Avenue, just north of Everett Avenue, in downtown Everett. Go Cougs! Justice is easy if you know what to do. Call 800-LAW-0842. The law offices of Russell and Hill are proud sponsors of the KRKO Prep Sports Student Athlete of the Month. These student athletes have demonstrated excellence on the field of play and in the classroom. Russell and Hill believes in being part of your community and salutes those who give the extra effort. Russell and Hill will fight for you. Call 800-0842. From everyone at Everett Bone & Joint, we want to wish you a very happy holiday and a happy and healthy new year. For more information or to make an appointment, go to ebjproliancesurgeons.com. 
it's the last Prep Sports Weekly show of 2020. Tom Lafferty along with Steve Willits. Let's see, we've talked Gilbert, Arizona basketball. We've talked, talked Stanwood basketball. What's next? So this is going to be our final interview of 2020. It is. I didn't think about it like that. Okay. We're going to talk girls basketball right now. And uh, if you're going to talk girls basketball in Wesco, these two guests here are pretty good ones to talk with. Brian Hill, the head coach for the Glacier Peak Grizzlies girls basketball team, along with his star player, Aaliyah Collins. Uh, I guess we should start with Aaliyah. Hey, happy holidays to you. How are you and your family doing? Um, We're pretty good. Uh, Super excited. Super excited for the new year. Wow, it's it's also exciting that we're the final interview for this year. Yeah. Yay. And, and also exciting that you uh, you had some news that you broke to everybody about a week and a half ago, right? Yeah, uh, about commitment. I uh, just committed to Chicago State. Well, congratulations. Yay. How excited are you about that? I'm beyond excited. I'm super thankful about it, too. Um, definitely a lot of stress relieved off of me for um, recruiting. But that doesn't mean that the grind stops. Still have to keep working hard. So there, there you go. Well, uh, now that's a is that a full ride? Because I know that's D one. Yeah, it is. It's a full ride. Yep. So the family likes that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, talk a little bit about that. Well, I, I guess we, before we get there, I, I want to say hello to your coach as well, Brian Hill. Happy holidays to you. Hey, how you guys doing? Doing good. How, how was uh, how was Christmas in the Hill House? It was good. You know, we uh, it was pretty small. Just a. Uh, like, like my parents came over and my brother and his wife came over. So that was really just about it. Um, but I do have to give a shout out to my two daughters right now because they're listening. They're so excited that we're on the radio. Please, so please Audrey, do. Audrey and Delaney, they're dancing around in the living room right now. So How old are Audrey and Delaney? Go. Well, Audrey is an eighth grader and Delaney's a fourth grader. So are they future Grizzlies or where are they going to be heading off to? Um, Delaney, might, well, they'll both be. Glacier Peak Grizzlies, but in terms of basketball, maybe Delaney. My wife's not huge. She's only five feet tall. So, um, you know, Delaney likes to play. Audrey, she likes to dance. Well, and so. the one thing we've noticed at Glacier Peak games, you don't have to be a basketball player, right? There's plenty to do to do there. Certainly uh, one of the better bands around the area, and there's plenty of other activities. So I, I no doubt whatever they do, they'll do well, and I'm sure Dad and Mom will be proud of them, right? Oh, yeah, they can do whatever they want to do. I just, I'll support them in whatever the adventure they want. Well, nice. Well, uh, and I guess one nice thing that came about last week, I have, I've got to think, as a coach, you were pretty excited of this young lady and the fact that she was able to uh, to get a, a scholarship offer. Yeah, I'm really excited for Aaliyah, and she totally deserves it. And um, I wish we got to play a, a game, or hopefully we get a chance to play a couple games this season and she can showcase her talent in front of the state again. But, uh no, I'm excited for her to be at Chicago State and hopefully turn that program around. I know that I talking to their coach that she was really excited to get Aaliyah and help build a build a program from the ground up. Yeah, now and Aaliyah, this is kind of interesting. I read the article on uh, Scorebook Live. It's always fun to note how, especially when you're going to a school, you know, two thousand miles away, how the school became. Uh, it, you know, to know of this player and, and where the connections were. Talk about teamwork here. I know in in the backcourt there are often times where you like to dish out assists to your teammates. It sounds like you got an assist from one of your teammates, right? Tell, tell us a little bit about Malia Smith's family and what the role was there in getting uh, Chicago State to discover who you were. Um, well, so throughout, like, my whole recruiting process, I've had a lot of people behind me helping me out, wanting to help me out. Um, Malia's uncle had been the one to 
send some of my game film and information to Chicago State, and then. And we should point out. That, we should point out also. He's not just doing this because he's Malia's uncle. He he works in the basketball industry, correct? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so he's just been a huge help. I've I've gone to some of the camps that he's run. The check me out. Um, we've had a pretty good relationship. I have so much respect for him and their whole family. Love them all. Um, but pretty much, like, he sent me the information, and then we just started talking a lot, I mean, me and the head coach. And then a few weeks later, got an offer, and I was super stoked about it. So was this a school that was even on your radar at that point? Did, did you know Chicago State University existed? Um, so previous, I, it never really was on my radar. I had, like, a while ago, I was looking up a bunch of schools for, like, possible interest to like reach out to and I did see that one but like never really came up in my mind that that would be the one that I'd be going to so it's kind of funny to like see where I am now compared to a while ago and now Brian I've got to ask you because this makes me curious here I've we've had a chance to talk to Aaliyah over the last couple of years seems like just a great kid I mean just salt of the earth good human being I'm assuming she's a pretty good student we've seen what she can do on the basketball court quickness unlike any player that I think we have in this region right now why why was it taking so long for schools to pick up on who she was and to to get these offers out to her I would have thought she would have had a bunch of offers waiting yeah you know uh I think about my whole team kind of that way yeah um we're, we're always being we're always in state you know <laughs> we've uh we go travel you know to Gonzaga and stuff for team camp and and people really know about us uh one thing about my team is we're not huge we're not the prototypical Pac-12, Big Ten, SEC type of basketball players. You know, we're we're not. They're they're looking for that six-one point guard, and we don't have a six-one point guard. We got. I'll tell you, Aaliyah, five, eight, five. Uh, yeah, seven, we can nine. say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if she's being stretched we're, out, right? We're, we're not. We're not huge, and so um, we have all the skill. But there, it's kind of like a Russell Wilson. Everybody thinks Russell Wilson was kind of too small, too small to play quarterback. Well, he's kind of proven everybody wrong, and now you got Kyler Murray in Arizona, kind of the same sort of uh, same sort of mold. Well, you know these schools are looking for their six-one type of players, and that's just not who we are. We're we're fast, we're scrappy. Um, Aaliyah has all the skill in the world. Um, <clears throat> And so they kind of fly under the radar a lot. It's like, yeah, it's a great, great player. Keep them on the list. They're on the, they're on the list. But then when it comes down to it, either someone else commits before them or they kind of fall off the list. And this last summer going COVID, it didn't help <clears throat> any of our players <laughs> in terms of recruiting because there just wasn't a lot out there for coaches to go see us play. So, Aaliyah, does it kind of drive you a little bit when maybe some college coaches are looking at you and thinking, well, maybe she's not tall enough or maybe maybe this, maybe that. Does that kind of motivate you to get you ready for the next level? Oh, yeah. Um, I think that's honestly the biggest reason why I'm here today. Like, growing up when I was younger, I've always been kind of an underdog and definitely overlooked. So that's always been like an extra power for me to keep working hard to prove everybody wrong and show them that I'm capable of plenty of the things that the other players are capable of doing. Oh, indeed. Right. And, and we should point out, too, you're also a three-sport star, very good in track, very good in soccer. Was it always basketball at the next level? Had you con contemplated the other sports? 
or may, um, might she still? Definitely always hugs in basketball. I I love other sport, the other sports. I just I usually use those mainly to keep me in shape for basketball. But basketball has always been my main priority, my main dream. And now, if if I'm reading this correctly. Now you're used to winning. You've you've won your share of games over at Glacier Peak. Third in state last year. You already know where I'm going with this. Third yeah. in state last year. Uh, I don't know what the win loss record is over your last three years at Glacier Peak. Not very many losses. And then I'm seeing this record here for Chicago State since 2013: 12 wins and 135 losses. Yeah, that's less than 10 percent of their games they're winning. What's that adjustment going to be like for you? Um. Well, honestly. I'm I'm going in pretty prepared. When I was younger, I was on an AAU team, and we we were really bad. We never really won that much. But as we got older, we started winning, and so I'm pretty excited. I'm just I'm looking more so on the positive side, hoping that we can switch something around. And once I get in there, we can start changing some things. And it, obviously, we won't start winning miraculously right away as soon as I get there. But with work, hard work, and with the coaches they have now, I think I think there's a lot of potential, and I'm super excited about that. And the fact that you're playing for a coach, Tiffany Sarden, who was a star at Virginia, I've got to think that's appealing to you, being able to learn from somebody who's played the game at that level. Yes, that's definitely also another big thing I love. Because um, she just understands the game more, so it's, it's always nice working with coaches who understand the game. And so with her... Um, experience and stuff. I have a lot of high hopes for the school, for the team. And Coach, and Brian, I understand there was a pretty interesting conversation ah. between you and Coach Sarden when she was wanting to know a little more about Aaliyah. You you, you gave her a, a heads up as to what happened over at a summer camp not too long ago. Yeah, so we were at Gonzaga, and um, is this 2019? I would assume or 2020. Yeah, it wasn't this last year because they shut down. So it was 2019. So going into Aaliyah's junior year. And it was Haley Van Lith, who plays for Louisville now, and who was the top recruit in the whole country. So their team from Cashmere was there. And uh, it was the first time that we had ever played Cashmere, and I was kind of excited to play against Haley to see how, how we would stand up. And um, Aaliyah was like, Aaliyah, you're going to be guarding Haley? And I could, Aaliyah's eyes were the size of a saucer and kind of like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. And the first time, uh, but ready for the challenge, and the first time Haley kind of went right past her, and Aaliyah looked at me like, I got this, <laughs> I got this, you know. And from then on out, it turned into an Aaliyah Collins, Haley Van List show, and the two of them battled and battled and battled, and Aaliyah uh, held her own. You know, we, we didn't have to go double Haley. It was, <laughs> it was Aaliyah, you're on your own, and did a great job, and you can't stop Haley Van Lith. You can only hope to contain her. And, and I think uh, Aaliyah did a fantastic job at that. And then throughout the tournament, it w- or th- throughout the uh, the camp, we, those two always ended up matching up against each other in a one-on-one tournament. It came down to those two at the very, very end. And um, Aaliyah ended up losing three to two. But it was such, such a great little battle between them. And then in a three-on-three tournament, it was those guys matched up again. So it really did turn into and Aaliyah and Haley Van Lith show, and everybody liked to watch it. I mean, it was just it was fun. Even the Gonzaga coaches liked watching that little matchup and to see how things were going. And um, I thought that was a great thing for Aaliyah to build some confidence and know that she's 
capable of playing the best player in the country, and that shows you kind of what kind of a player Aaliyah is. She's top kid in the country as far as I know. Now, Aaliyah, I, I broadcasted a game that Haley played in back in February. I watched her put up 23 points in the second quarter alone. What, what, what was that like going against her? What kind of a battle? And she's she's not exactly a a, a weakling either. She's got some strength no. to her game, doesn't she? Yes. Um, well, she, she made me work that whole game, but it was so fun. Like, I enjoyed it way too much. I probably enjoyed it more than I should have. <laughs> but it just—it was nice. It was a fun challenge, and I was just super determined. I was like, "Don't, don't let her score. You can't let her score." Obviously, I, she scored. She scored, but I think I did pretty good holding my own. And I—it was just super fun. And afterwards, I felt pretty good. It sounds like it. Well, and you're gonna—you're gonna get some stiff competition in the WAC too. And we should point out one of the schools in the WAC is Seattle University. So hopefully, once everything kind of passes over here and we get back to normal life it, if you're there for four years you'll get to come back home at least uh, once or twice a season right that's kind of nice yeah yeah that's another thing that's also another reason why I'm super excited because I can get I can come home a few days at least <laughs> no indeed and I was noticing something else too I never really had paid much attention until earlier today when I was looking this up but so you play for the Northwest Greyhounds right for the NAAU team yeah and I didn't realize this one of the coaches there is a former co-worker of mine Sean Samuels who Better known around here is DJ Super Sam. Um, yeah. So then you play with Malia Samuels too, her, her, his uh, daughter who plays for Eastside Catholic? Yes. So I've yes, got to think that, no, her. first of all, I guess, are you getting a chance to play basketball right now? And is, is that season, are, are you still making some trips? And if so, I've got to, it, I was looking at the rest of your squad there too. A lot of talent on that team. I've got to think that practicing against them only makes you better. Yes, it's, it's amazing at practices. Um, I have so much respect for all of the girls on that team because they're all extremely hard workers and super good um as for schedules we do have like a little basketball academy type thing coming up next week we have to we're going to arizona but we have to quarantine for a few days and then we're we get to play three games i believe so that's super looking forward to that excited about it. Tom, there's a theme on the show tonight. Everybody's going to Arizona. Except you and me. Yeah, except for you. Even the Stanwood guys in the last segment were going there. Interesting. Yeah, well, it sounds like, uh, and I think, is Juliana Walker on that team too? Yeah. From Okay, yeah, from uh, down there in the in Tacoma. Going to Syracuse, I think, right? Yep. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you, you're definitely getting uh, going up against some top-tier competition then. And then, of course, we'd be remiss if we don't take a quick moment here to talk a little GP. Brian, loaded team coming back this year and I think that's what probably I, I know just as a, somebody who covers sports around here stings for us and not knowing what what that team is capable of being able to do and whether or not we're going to get a chance to see it I mean you didn't lose much off that team that finished third in state last year talk a little bit about uh, what we're going to see if Glacier Peak does get back out onto the basketball court oh if we get a chance to go play um man it we're going to try to do more of the same in fact we're trying to do more of what we did from last year and the year before, because we, the year before we took fourth and took third last year and just trying to keep climb that, climb that chart, try to get to that number one. Um, yeah, we would keep our up-tempo style that we like to play and just kind of, there's nothing to lose because you got maybe six week season if we're lucky. So, Hey, let's go make the most of every game and let's go play. And kind of the same question we asked Zach Ward on the last segment for the boys, only this time for the girls. I know Todd Millis also came out with a top 50 list of teams, and I'm sure the coaches have been analyzing that and looking at it. And had you ranked third in the state behind Woodenville and Central Valley, 
a lot, lot of stiff competition, obviously. Some great teams coming back again this year. Did did you feel okay when you saw that list come out, or do you care, or do you do you bother reading those things? Nope. Did we lose coach? Did we lose coach? Did we lose Aaliyah? No, I'm here. Oh, there we go. Well, Aaliyah, we'll we'll ask you that question since coach isn't here. What um did did you get a chance to look at that list, or do you and your teammates talk about it? Um, I haven't talked about it with my teammates just yet, but I did look at the list. Um, I, it's honestly, whenever those come out, it's a huge motivator for all of us. Like, usually last year when that came out, we had a bunch of our teammates sending it around, like, talking about it, and, like, we're just getting pumped, psyching ourselves up about it, like, oh, we're going to prove everybody wrong, like, show them who's top and who's not. So, it's super, it's huge motivator. We love, we love it, and just want to show people that you know we are the ones that can be on the top. Well, fingers crossed you get a chance to go out there and play again because I think it w- would be an interesting season. I know you and Woodenville playing that overtime game in the by district championship last year and very evenly matched and almost everybody's back. So maybe we'll get a chance to see it, maybe not. But if not, uh, we certainly wish you all the best heading into your final year of high school or I guess you're in the middle of your final year of high school. And again, congratulations on Chicago State. Obviously, like I said, I've already mentioned it once on the show, but uh, just a pleasure to get a chance to talk to you over the last couple of years. And certainly we will be uh, watching you from afar and wishing you all the best down there in Chicago and hoping that maybe you can help turn the Cougars around. Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, it's always been a pleasure whenever you guys reach out to us. I love it. Well, there we go. And also say goodbye to your coach for us. I think we just lost lost Coach Hill a minute ago. But nonetheless, uh, Happy New Year to you, Aaliyah, and your family, and best wishes. Thank you. You too. There you go. Aaliyah Collins from Glacier Peak and Brian Hill, who dropped off, and maybe, he, maybe it's his battery. Yeah, maybe he had an 8, eight o'clock dinner appointment or something. <laughs> who knows? But <laughs> Today's show brought to you by Allstate Insurance Agent Brian Reed, Everett Safe and Lock, Ace Hardware Stores in Lake Stevens, Everett and Stanwood, Glass by Lund, The Buzz Inn Steakhouse, the Law Office of Russell Hill, Screen Printing Northwest, and by Hometown Handyman. And who did we have on the show tonight? On the final show of 2020, we talked to Carter Korab from Gilbert High School, home of the Tigers, former Jackson High School standout who has transferred down to Arizona for his final year. We then talked to Zach Ward, the boys basketball coach for the Stanwood Spartans. And then finally, last but certainly not least, Glacier Peak Grizzlies girls basketball player Aaliyah Collins, who is on her way to Chicago State and the head coach for Glacier Peak, Brian Hill. And we're back to our regular Thursday night slot at 7 o'clock, one week from tomorrow night. Eight days from today, I I can be here. We'll be here, and thanks for being with us here. Thanks for a great 2020, whatever 2020 was. We'll flush it and we'll move on. (laughs) Definitely, and certainly everybody, whatever you're doing tomorrow night, be safe, stay healthy, and looking forward to uh, talking to everybody again and hopefully seeing more folks in 2021. So for Steve Willits, I'm Tom Lafferty. Prep Sports Weekly. Happy New Year from KRKO. Good night from Everett. KRKO Everett. K237GN AM 1380 and FM 95.3. Your music. James Taylor, Chicago. Beatles. Huey Lewis. Now, more of Everett's greatest hits. KRKO.
Jim Croce, Bad Bad Leroy Brown. K-R-K-O.